Welcome everyone to Bike Club Show. This is uh, episode 143. I haven't done this in a long time. I'm so out of practice, but this is Eileen. This is Lynn. This is Stephanie. This is Shannon. And this is Josh. That means all five of the Bike Club Show members are Woo-hoo. finally reunited. Yay. 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 Yeah. God, it has been so long since all of us have been together. And uh, just a reminder... This is Bike Club Show, where each week, well, as much as we can, <laughs> sink our <laughs> teeth into your favorite fantastic shows. Um, this week, we have a kind of special episode. Since we haven't all really been caught up with all of the shows, we are going to talk about American Werewolf in London. I think that was, what, 1980, 1981, when yeah, this 81. movie mm-hmm. was uh, was made and released. And uh, we have a little bit of Vampire Diary news, some Comic-Con news, some um, True Blood recaps. We're going to try and get through a lot of this stuff because we haven't talked to each other in a long, long time. Uh, but let's uh, remind you that you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash show. We're also, our website is bikeclubshow.com or on Twitter at bikeclubshow. And you can email us, bikeclubshow at gmail.com. Sorry we've been kind of MIA. I don't even have wine. I'm drinking whiskey. I always think of that as the Salvatore way. Yep. <laughs> what about you guys? What are you guys drinking? Anything? Whiskey. Whiskey, too. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. wow. Me and Stephanie were, like, going for the hard stuff. Uh, Josh, Lynn, and Shannon, are you guys drinking anything? Sweet nope. tea. Water. Nothing. Yep, water. Sweet tea and water. We're the boring side. All right. Well, uh, Stephanie and I will get animated by the end of this show. Uh, but let's go ahead and move into our movie recap. Um, okay. So... I'm going to let Josh lead this discussion on American Werewolf in London. I remember seeing this movie a long time ago. I don't even know how long ago. Um, I remember that the lead guy at the time had like the number one commercial in America, which was like Dr. Pepper. And then all of a sudden he's like starring in this movie. And, you know, it it's traditional werewolf fare. Um, guy gets bit. <laughs> Guys in London, what happens? He's in the hospital. I don't know. Josh, you want to take it away? Sure. Uh, So it's a 1981 movie. It's directed by John Landis, who did um, The Blues Brothers and um, uh, Animal House, Spies Like Us. So he's mostly known for, for comedies of that era. And then this movie, he seemed to want to try to combine horror with comedy. And it... It's interesting because I'm interested what you guys think. Well, two of you didn't finish it, so that (laughs) that says something about what you thought. But I thought overall it was pretty flawed, but I still liked it because it was it was interesting that he was trying to kind of mix like pretty gory horror with some with some dark comedy, which I think was pretty new in terms of that mix at the time like now we're so used to it with things like true blood and Mm -hmm. and and uh you know other other things that have followed this path but i think that's what really impressed me when i saw it like as a i don't know how how young i was but i saw it on cable and was kind of like what is this when i was a kid um (laughs) Well, I, I thought it was great that you suggested this movie, Josh. Um, I'm a first-time watcher. Um, I, I was born in 81. Oh, perfect. <laughs> just when the movie came out. And so, I mean, that just kind of 
dates the, the movie a little bit, but it, it was, uh, I would say it was very interesting. Um, <laughs> interesting to say the least. I, I don't think I'm going to forget it anytime soon. There was a lot of laughs. There was a bit of drama, um, a little bit of gore, um, lots of funny special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, what did what did you girls think? Um I am also a first time watcher and I'm an eighties baby as well. And, um, I thought it was, it was kind of funny at parts and I really enjoyed, um, I enjoyed the transformation scene. I thought it was so (laughs) cool and so gory and I wish more movies and shows did their gruesome transformation scenes like that one did. And that totally clicked with me because it was so cool and it just grossed me out. But, um, overall (laughs) it was kind of, uh, how do how would I describe it? I think campy would be yeah. the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the ending sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ending was way okay, too abrupt. Okay, should we should we give that? Did you already give that away? Sorry. Yeah. That. <laughs> Lynn, are you okay with that? I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> I like those words, campy. Um, that's definitely what it was. And, um, yeah, I, I have to admit, I, I remember watching it back in the day. I don't, I don't know that it held up as well <laughs> for me <laughs> this time as my mind was kind of drifting. Um, Lynn, did you, what was your thoughts on it? I, um, so I didn't finish watching it, but I was okay <laughs> with that. Um, I did watch the beginning and I thought, um, I don't I was looking at the production value mostly. Um, I was like, oh, wow. It's like going back. Memory lane is 4-3 ratio, aspect ratio. <laughs> well, wait, then, yeah, we should, we should talk about that for a second. Because I think that Netflix has some really crappy transfer of it. Because oh, yeah, I, apparently I, they changed it. I mean, yeah, because I remember uh, I, I'm really sh- pretty sure that even when I was watching it on cable, like on a small... Uh, TV screen in the 80s that it looked better than it looked when I was <laughs> streaming it on Netflix. I was like, what? And that and that director had a lot of money at that time. So uh-huh. it wasn't something where, I mean, this wasn't a B movie. This was a, uh, you know, it had some Hollywood money behind it. So okay. I think I think that bothered me while I was watching it because I kept feeling like, I know it should look better than this. I mean, some things are going to look yeah. dated, like special right. effects and things like yeah. that. But just oh, the no, old... I- I what? love the, the special effects. Well, the transformation. Well, yeah, the yeah. transformation was awesome. It was, was better awesome. than the first season of Teen Wolf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did really like that transformation scene, and especially because how painful they made it, obviously, yeah. to like, and the sounds of the bones and everything, because you don't get, I guess, I'm trying to remember, uh, Vampire Diaries kind of did that with... Um, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, with Tyler yeah. to a certain extent. You have the extent. bones popping out, but yeah. they didn't have like the face changing or the hair growing or the right. drop yeah. protruding from his face like like it, it happened to David in this movie. Right. And I think this movie was the one that um, generated the category of best... I don't know if it's best makeup. I think it's best makeup special effects as an Oscar. Um, oh, because of this, because of that transformation scene, so because um, it's Rick Baker, I think is the name oh, of the yes, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. very popular. Like he's very famous uh, makeup artist. Yeah, he's yeah. an Oscar winner. Yep, I've heard of him. I actually, I noticed that when the credits came up, I was like, oh, they must have good um, 
makeup and I noticed it with um, w- during the attack. It didn't look fake at all. I mean, I know, I, I mean, the quality, as you mentioned, uh, I, I didn't know that it was high quality initially back in the 80s, yeah. but watching it, I just thought it was kind of maybe B-movie, but it was just, ba- I, I'm first time watcher now. But um, the, the, you know, as we mentioned about the effects, I mean, definitely the makeup um, when uh, the friend Jack, Jack. Um, mm-hmm. was bit and um, the werewolf, uh, the wolf was attacking him and eating him. I was actually quite impressed by the um, mm-hmm. the blood. It didn't look I mean, I just it looked um, it looked, pr- you know, gro- uh, gross and um it looked kind of real to me. I was actually a little mm-hmm. bit um, um, afraid. And then when he was in the hospital and the dead, um, Jack came back to haunt David. Uh, those so are my favorite. I think those are my favorite sequences. The three times that Jack as, as the undead comes yes. to visit him, both because, yeah, because the makeup looks great. And each time he's more, he's more yes. decomposed. Yeah. And also because he was speaking so normal, except for when he had to say, like, you must break the curse. You must kill yourself. <laughs> Other than that, he would be talking about normal things like, oh, that girl I wanted to make out with went oh, off with what's his name so at my normal. funeral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would speak totally normal. He would still yeah. be himself, too. I mean, he asked David to meet him <laughs> in a porn theater. Um, that's, that's so Jack, I, I guess. If if I knew Jack, that would right. be him. Um, right. It's pretty funny. I, I agree with you guys though about the makeup. Like I thought that the the ligaments in the neck falling out and the decomposition yeah. of his face was really great, all the way up until the end where his eyeball was hanging out in the theater. Then I looked. I thought it looked a little fake, um, but otherwise I thought the the makeup was spot on. And I think this guy Rick Baker, he's still he's still making headlines. I think. Because I remember making a lower third for him just a couple years ago, or just last year for Sony, um, oh. when when I was at Revision Three. So he he's still he's still in the game. Oh yeah, I don't know um, if you guys follow him. He's only sixty two. He's born December eighth, nineteen fifty. Nice. What else is he working on? What else has uh, he done? You know what he worked on recently? What? What? What we saw in the theater, Eileen, the Wolfman. Oh, no, really? Yep. <laughs> so, this was definitely better than the Wolfman. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's done a bunch of, I'm looking at him on IMDb. Uh, what else he did? Worked on Men in Black. Um Oh, I just lost it. Sorry. Uh, oh, he was he was involved in Star Wars uh, makeup, uh, the Planet of the Apes remake. So yeah, he's he stayed busy. Yeah. So I thought that there were other um, scenes in this this movie that are actually are really memorable. Um, namely, some of the uh, the comedic scenes, um, mm-hmm. such as uh, David's after David's first transition, like that part where. You know, he had turned into a werewolf, lost all consciousness of what he was doing, then woke up in a zoo naked in the wolf cage. Um, and then he, in order, he, since he was naked, he had to steal balloons from a little child. That and was, then, yeah, that was my favorite line when the kid like he's like, goes Mama. to his mom. It's, Mom, a, a naked American stole my balloons. And then they cut the scene right away. It was so adorable. Um, and then him prancing around in that red, wo- that woman's red coat was super funny. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, another, another plot hole is how, how quickly that nurse fell in love with David. Too. Yeah, that was, that was, was probably, like, are you serious? Yeah, that was probably the weakest part, because not only was it so quick, but also that he's obviously becoming more and more deranged, and she's mm-hmm. just, I mean, she's from like, her point you. of view, she's, really? what? <laughs> she she's just like I love you and, yeah, and then nobody like, believes her. She's like, oh, you must. She was acting like he just had a headache or something every <sighs> time he described like these horrible psychotic dreams and thoughts he was having. But I don't know yeah. about you, ladies, but I don't think I would be taking him home. No, yeah, yeah no. that's a thing. Like to invite, like, oh, you're you seem like you're teetering on insanity. Why don't you come into my house? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is just a crazy woman. I mean, she she's a very beautiful actress. I mm-hmm. I really I was like, wow, she's really pretty. Um, really impressed with her. Uh, up until the point where. I don't know, just the thing she started doing was unbelievable. Like, A, confessing her love for him, and then B, not, I mean, if, if it's okay to jump into the end, um, where she kind of ran after David in his wolf form. I was like, are you serious? He will murder you, woman. Right, right. Um, it just, it didn't really seem, I mean, not that the, any part of the movie is believable, but it wasn't believable. Uh. Yeah, I think that was just weakness of the script. It was written by the director as well. I think it's one of the few movies he actually wrote. So, and it felt, I think overall it felt like he had a bunch of great set pieces and then he kind of strung them together, but he didn't really make a good plot. Mm. Yeah. Out out of the whole thing. But (laughs) can we talk about the ending? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Go for it. know what happens. (laughs) It's quite the task. (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, so do you mean just the, the very, the very exact ending or some of the stuff that leads up to it or how, how he got to where he was and what happened and the look on nurse Alex's face. (laughs) Right. Well, he's basically, he breaks out of the, the porn, uh, theater and, and causes mass pandemonium and Piccadilly circus and car wrecks, lots of gratuitous car accidents happen as he's attacking people and then he gets cornered in an alley and the police are lined up with with rifles to try to shoot him and then uh nurse alex comes in and breaks through the police line somehow they apparently aren't able to stop her uh and and she approaches him and makes this heartfelt you know little speech trying to say David, I know it's I know it's you, or I can't remember what she says, but trying to plead him, plead to and him. And then she confesses to, her love. I love you, David. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and he for a moment it seems like he maybe pauses, like maybe he's recognizing some human part of himself. But then he starts to lunge. The the police all fire, somehow not striking her. Um, yeah. And and then he's dead. He immediately like the like the werewolf that cursed him. He immediately is changed back into his human form. And then it just uh, cuts back to her crying. And then it ends. <laughs> and the <credits laughs> the rolling, end. We're like, what? Yeah. That was it? That was yeah, it. that was it. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Okay. Well, the, the beginning was even, <laughs> was more interesting than setting it up. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Well, well, I, well, I think that, I mean, I think the ending is interesting because it's, it's, it's right up to that very end. At least for me, it's, it's uh, at least, um, tense and has a lot of action but then it feels like just at the very end he the director just didn't have any idea of how to (laughs) how to really end it so it's it's just so (laughs) abrupt that's the thing that doesn't 
I mean, it's simple mm-hmm. enough. I yes. get it. Um, it was appropriate, but eh, yeah, not not very deep, I guess you would say, but still yeah. funny and memorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, it was it's cl- good for a weekend movie. Yeah, yeah, I was glad <laughs> to rewatch it for the uh, mostly for the the mix of humor and humor and horror that it that it was. It did in an interesting way, but yeah, it definitely could have used like two or three script rewrites before they, <laughs> <laughs> before they started filming. Right. Well, thank you for the su- suggestion, Josh. Got sure. us all back together. Comic Con happened this past weekend, and none of us went. None of us went. I know. I was it totally was so weird. I, I, I watched to... from afar. I, I yep. tried to keep track of all the the little, little news stories. That I did came too. In. I tried to yeah. also. It was it was tough because I was reading about a bunch of different things. Um, but uh, Stephanie, you did a really good job trying to kind of keep up with oh, yeah. with what happened. Now, Vampire Diaries and True Blood had their panels. Teen Wolf had a panel as well, which I didn't read yep. anything about. Um, which I am watching, by the way. I'm kind of. I, I think too. I'm, I'm yeah, an episode or two behind. I'm a, I actually really like it. Season two and season three totally. Um, like I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm caught up. Um, yeah, yeah. We can talk about it next time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I like Teen Wolf too. I'm just uh, I'm just a couple episodes behind. It's it's pretty dark this season. Um, yes. really dark actually. Yep. So with the, all the alphas and I'm like, "Whoa, what's happening here? I don't understand." Um and then they have like a talk show afterwards after the show where the cast comes on and they talk about it, you know, kind of like Talking Dead, Walking Dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So, Stephanie, you gathered up some news, right? Sure. With uh, with the Vampire Diaries, let's start with that first. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, Vampire Diaries is coming back for season five on Thursday, October tenth. Wow. So, mark your calendars. Uh, we are going to come back with uh, Vampire Elena, Doppelganger Stefan, aka Silas. Um, we did, as we said, we didn't attend uh, Comic Con, but most of these spoilery things that we're going to talk about have come from articles that we've read around the internet. Um, These particular tips came from fashionstyle.com. Check them out. Um, First of all, Elena is going to college, guys. Who knew? Oh, finally, the college is... Oh, also, Elena. Oh, wait. No, I guess, what about Caroline? Isn't she going to go to college? Oh, yeah. She is going with Caroline. Um, I guess their college is going to be called Whitmore College. Who knows where it is? Don't know. Probably doesn't matter. But all we know is that it's a long distance uh, from Mystic Falls. Because Damon is going to be staying in Mystic Falls because he's rooming with Jeremy. For some reason, Jeremy's alive oh. now. Yeah, and Jeremy's alive now. Josh, yeah. I don't know that you know that Jeremy died, but he did. And Damn now he's it, alive. Jeremy! It's like it never happened. He's alive. He's a, he did officially die, and now he's back. And you know, anybody can come back and right. Mystic right. Falls. So death has no meaning. Oh yeah, it has no meaning. Um, and and we're gonna find out more about that later. Um, but one more note about the relationship with Damon. So at the end of last season, she chose Damon, guys. She's like, I mm-hmm. love you. I'm not sure if you guys remember that, but she chose yeah. him. And Stefan is has super sad face on because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have this little quote from Julie Plex. She says, one of the things we will try to do is to keep Delena happy for a while in the midst of the bad things around them that are t- trying to tear them apart. And so it sounds like they're going to be happy for a while. It's the honeymoon phase, and something's going to happen. Maybe Elena will meet someone else. I hear there's a hot new professor in town. I'm not Ooh. sure. Um, but she will have Caroline by her side. 
Uh, Caroline will be moving on from Klaus since we all know that Klaus is actually leaving the show. Um, he, she's going to be going back to Tyler because he granted Tyler uh, permission to be back with her in town um, as, as a gift for Caroline um, while attending Whitmore College. Um, however, like, if you are a Klaus fan, Julie Plex said during Comic-Con that she revealed that Caroline fans will still be happy. Never say never. Klaus will have his hands full in New Orleans. And the question is, will Caroline have her hands full of Klaus in New Orleans at any point? Mm. You know, because mm. if we can roll back a couple episodes, when, when they did the pilot for the originals, Klaus gave Caroline a call and he's like, hey, girl, come to New Orleans with me. I, you know, I want to show you the world. I want you with me. So there's always that. She always has a choice to go back. Um, so I'm a Klaus you- fan. Oh, I don't know about you guys. Um, I actually um, like Klaus and Caroline. Me but too. Is, so based on the end of last season, is Tyler coming back? Because he was hardly mm-hmm. in the show. Um, you know, yeah, he's uh, coming back. Oh, he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Okay. He is coming back. He he never died. He was just exiled for a while. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out what to do with his character. Exiled. Yeah. yeah. He's coming back. I mean, who knows how long he'll last. Yeah. Um, okay. In other news, our, our beloved Bonnie... Um, our, our favorite witch. Uh, so she's dead. Mm. She, she Spoiler alert, Josh. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's, Sorry. it's past the point of no return. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to be, that. <laughs> she's yeah. going to be struggling to accept her death in season, uh, season five. And what's interesting is that the only person she can see and talk to and interact with is Jeremy who on the flip side is tr- struggling to accept that he is now alive. <laughs> it's very confusing. And so in season five, we'll see some perspective from the other side, meaning like from the ghost perspective, I believe. Um, and that's not really something that we have dived too much into before. Um, How weird. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Catherine. Hey, so Josh, have you been caught up on at least what's happening with Catherine? Uh, most likely not. <sighs> All right, <laughs> the big so one. This is a big spoiler. <laughs> spoiler is human now. <laughs> there was there was like this cure from last season that um you know that Damon and Stefan and Elena were like oh you take the cure no you take the cure you deserve to be human blah blah blah. At the end, Elena stuck the cure in Catherine's mouth while they were fighting, and so now Catherine is the vulnerable one. Pretty cool. I can't imagine she's happy about that situation. Oh, she is <laughs> livid. Um, <laughs> during Comic-Con, Nina Dorev said that she's going to be a weak and insecure character, and Ian Summerholder followed up by saying, I love seeing her humbled and ratty. It's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, that should be quite the quite the shift, uh, seeing a swap between Elena and Catherine's strengths. I'm just um, glad she gets to play both characters still. I was like, oh, I was thinking half the time, like, oh, my God, are they going to kill Catherine? Because that would suck. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, so she (laughs) I think there was one point in the panel. Oh, no, no. It was an interview I saw with the cast on EW where, uh, you know, at one point Nina's like, oh, so do I have to work all long hours still? (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to be in every scene? I don't get a break or something like that. I think, you know, after five years of it sounds to me like her. Uh, her character hardly ever gets a break because she plays both, you know? Right. So. True. But, you know, I, I would be real sad if they ever lost Catherine for else because it's it was part of the original charm of the show, yeah. um, I think, is just having both of those characters played by Nina Dobrev. She she did such a good job and was part of the, 
the allure mm-hmm. I think to the story. And so I'm glad that they're still keeping her around. I'm not sure if this follows the book in any way, shape, or form, um, but I'm glad she's around. Yeah. Speaking of doppelgangers, uh, another spoiler for you, Josh. Uh, Stefan is actually Silas's doppelganger. And if you don't know who Silas is... It doesn't really matter. (laughs) Silas was the big villain last season who never had a face, but he was like the most powerful vampire and he needed you know, some ancient blood to come alive. And his whole quest was, you know, he wanted to become alive so he could meet the true death. Um, Anyway, so Silas is around. Stefan got stuck in a box. He's at the bottom of the lake. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. Like, how I have no idea how they're going to bring Stefan back from this. Um, But we have a little insight from Julie Pleck during Comic-Con who says... We decided this when we were talking about who season four's villain should be, and we wanted to give Paul a range of storytelling opportunities. He's always looking to have as much fun as possible playing Stefan, so we came up with some fun, something fun and extreme. So you can expect that Silas will probably be screwing around with Elena while she's in college, pretending to be Stefan. That's what I'm guessing. Mm. Oh, but does anybody oh. else know that? That is his doppelganger, or is it just Stefan? No one knows. No one, no one knows. knows. No, one, no knows. one was there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't remember. I, I think someone. I think someone's gonna find it. I think Damon may. I think maybe towards the end. I think Stefan's gonna come back. Like it's gonna be like season five's like ending or something. Mm-hmm. Like they discover that he's down there, or <sighs> you know. But right. um, it's gonna make it pretty um, fun. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. For the season, for the new season. No oh, boy. I think that's no, really cool a- of the writers to have like acknowledged that, you know, while I'm sure Paul Wesley loves Stefan, every once in a while <laughs> you just need a break from the brooding. Yeah. You know, every once in a while you just need a little shake up. And so having him go on the binge, you know, being in the Ripper for a while and now yeah. like now just being Silas, because I feel like Stefan has come to terms again with who he is. So this is another way. F- this is a different kind of outlet for, for the actor, you know? Yeah. I think for most of season five, he will probably be able to play a character. That's not even Stefan, which is great. I mean, he's yep. even going to have a new lady visitor. Um, there's supposed to be a new recurring vampire character, uh, a lady who is in town looking for Silas. Um, it might not necessarily be a, a happy reunion, um, but TV Guide says that a shady lady vamp is coming to Mystic Falls, and though at first it seems like she was one of Stefan's numerous exes, she's in town to see Silas, so... Ah, <laughs> yeah. okay. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I wonder how big this story is going to be, though, because we are also told that Silas is not going to be the biggest villain in Season 5. Mm. Uh, then oh. maybe, then maybe this is only going to be for half a half a season, you know? Perhaps, yeah. <gasps> perhaps. Oh. So who's going to be the villain? Who knows? Um, no. There are a couple new characters being introduced this season. Um, first one's named Olga Fonda from How I Met Your Mother and Nikita. Okay, she's going to play a European European beauty named Nadia, who follows. Who, Rebecca and Matt back to Mixed Falls. I guess that Rebecca and Matt have decided to travel the world together. They're they're pretty much wait. I don't know. Rebecca. I thought Rebecca's going to be in. Um... True. 
so but for the summer a- they went they went to travel like oh. I think that was how they ended they're like well, how about I show you the world so mm-hmm. how is she gonna okay I see and then she ends up just going to New Orleans for the originals right. huh I don't yeah, and I don't know anything about Nadia beyond that, uh, but we also have Kendrick Sampson from a show named Greek who will play Jesse, a Whitmore College person who meets Elena Carolina at, uh, at the university. Jesse will catch Caroline's eye and will be a potential love interest. Mm. Um, sounds fun. Um, and this is from TV Guide who revealed that Jesse is not a fan of fangs for a very good reason. So hmm, he doesn't like vampires, but he's hanging out with Elena and Caroline. Okay. Good choice, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on that note, that's all the spoilers I've got. Um, all, all the little tips that came from around the net. Uh, there is a little trailer floating around out there that we have on our Facebook page, actually. Yeah, it's and a it, five has minute. Like, it has um, Stefan, and I, I, I can't tell in that in that trailer if, he, if people think he's Stefan or... You know, at some point I thought, ooh, do people know he's Silas? But people probably don't know that. But he's just very, he's going to control the crowd. He's talking in front of the crowd in um, a more domineering way because he's Silas. Oh, so he has more power, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they can do a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah. For this new season. Okay. So we expect a lot from Paul Wesley. Yes. Um, oh, he's going to be working a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fun, fun, and fun. If, you, uh, if you miss your buddies Klaus, Rebecca, Elijah, and pregnant Haley, uh, the original starts on October 15th. Um, I guess just a few days after, uh, after the Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. So. And Who's Haley? Haley? The, oh, Haley, oh, Haley? Uh, werewolf chick. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's carrying a half a half He's, werewolf, half vampire baby. Yes, that's right. She's carrying Klaus's baby. Oh, mm-hmm. and Klaus is going to protect his baby from the witches, I guess, in, in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, the first episode that we have already seen in season four of The Vampire Diaries has been redone or had, has been amended. So I think I'm going to rewatch it because they have new scenes. Yeah, Ooh. okay. Wait, which, which episode is the... the, the so the pilot yeah. was already shown. Uh, oh, oh, oh! In, the original in the yes, Vampire yes, Diaries. Yes, yes. So they're going to rebroadcast it, I believe, but with new footage. Right, and they're going to cut out all of the, um, you know, scenes with anybody on the Vampire Diaries. Probably. Like, yeah. Probably. Like, like I had read that there's no like cut back to, you know, Stefan and mm-hmm. Damon and Elena, and I don't even know how much Caroline there is. So. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's definitely recut. So that'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to the originals. I'm excited. Yep. And now that's one all I got question. from uh, those two shows. Oh, yeah. Josh has a question. Oh, yeah. Just one quick question about with the introduction of Silas, has there been any explanation yet of what, how a how doppelganger gets created or why the doppelgangers exist? Because I can't, because that's still not even clear with Catherine, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not clear. Okay, I'm not sure. I I kind of feel like Stefan is not. I mean, Stefan and St- Silas, they're not, they're not really considered doppelganger. I think they're. Um, it's almost like um, taking the body over. Yes, exactly. Or he's appeared. Or it's like through magic or through some kind of um, whatever his 
his power is he's able to transform because we were we didn't see his face at all it was like this old wrinkly figure when uh, and he was hidden in shadow in the previous um season and episodes whenever he interacted with bonnie you never mm. see his face um i just kind of made out maybe wrinkly um and then he was just hunched over probably someone really old mm-hmm. um so i wonder if it's um you know more through kind of like mystical or magical mm. force or power um, so it versus might be a... oh go ahead sorry oh no i was just saying versus the doppelganger of uh, that um that elena was yeah. um this is almost like, like a body possession yeah you know? okay yeah. so it's not the same that Klaus kind of... do potty, body possession and he's he's i mean yes he's an original but he's not nearly as strong as as silas how do you do that yeah uh, yeah, Klaus Klaus has taken over several bodies. He even took over Alaric. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, right. But it's through like a mat, uh, um, like a witch. a witches. Yeah. Um, okay. So I wonder if maybe they're similar then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. Know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would like them about. to explain that more. Um, at least next season. Now that we have two sets of doppelgangers. <laughs> It's getting kind of confusing. Yeah, I know. I've always wanted to know Catherine's origin story in terms of being a doppelganger, and then if Silas will shed light on that, or if Silas will be something separate. That would be both of those would be interesting. I think so. Maybe they'll do another flashback, you know, in the season, um, letting us learn more about Silas. Mm Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see. All right, so let's move on to True Blood. How many of us are all caught up? I'm caught up. I'm, I'm caught, up. caught up. Almost. Oh, watching a lot of TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you didn't get to see the fairy sex, the half vampire oh fairy sex, Shannon? Did you? No. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was but it sounds awesome. Va- Vampire, fairy, human, fairy, sex. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a glow. There was a glow. Oh, my God. I was like, wait, what? And, like, yeah. Tom left the room, and then he didn't even see any of it, but he's like, all I heard was music. I'm like, yeah, kind of, you know, soft pornish. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty how much it. Blood always has been. Season one, they're getting back to their roots. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like in a really way. Although campy, it's really raunchy episodes. Um, so better than the bed in the forest. Yes. Oh, God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no snow falling or soft focus. Well, there's a little soft focus. Yeah, but. there was a little, yeah. <laughs> so what are our uh, Comic-Con teasers and uh, like, um, I don't know. You know, uh, since that we are in the middle of a season, yeah. they didn't they didn't really say they didn't really give too much away. They didn't. Um so I, I mean a lot of what happened in Comic Con from what I'm reading is that, you know, they gave little little teasers but couldn't really give anything away, you know, that sort of thing. Um they they had a lot of comments on their personal feelings about the show, like for example, you know, like Alcide knows everybody hates him now. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, Pam gave commentary on her 
her uh, outfits that she has to wear in the show. Uh, <laughs> she gets to wear, you know, pajamas pretty much now and doesn't have to wear skin tight things anymore. Um, <laughs> right. As they're yeah, trapped. So, yeah. yeah, so there was a lot of that. Um, I made some notes. Um, I think what we sh- we could do is just go down character by character uh, and just kind of say what's going on with each of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, just like True Blood, I mean, we weren't there, but we did a lot of reading and followed the news quite well. And there was this one, one article that stood out on Collider.com by Bryce Fallon, who had a bunch of cool points from the show. Uh, and I thought we'd, you know, we were thinking about doing a recap of, you know, the first six episodes of the, la- the latest season of True Blood. And I thought maybe we just just do it all at the same time. How about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, you know, I, I grouped these characters into three little three little sections. The first being Vampire Camp. And so mm-hmm. if you guys don't know what Vampire Camp is, uh, <laughs> it's essentially Basically. like... Concentration yeah. camp, or yeah, it's like a concentration <laughs> camp for vampires because the humans are fighting back. Yeah. Um, what was it? I guess it stems from um, last season where Luna went on television as yeah. a shifter, and uh, she pretended she was Steve Newland, and then said something crazy about vampires. I'm not sure, but it, you know, she met her death because of that. Which in the first um, episode this season, Luna died in Sam's arms. Sadly. Yeah. So anyway, um, the governor of the town of, of this town is putting all the vampires uh, in prison if they don't abide by the rules, or simply just putting them in prison. There's a curfew in order. Like vampires can't go out after like 9 p.m. or I don't even know what time it is. Um, they can't go out at night, and they can't run businesses anymore. So um, anyway, and a lot of this this camp is being run by the governor and his girlfriend Sarah Newland. She's back this season. And if you don't remember Sarah, she's from, I think, se- season two, where she was in the, the church with Steve oh, yeah. Newland. And she was <laughs> she was this you know pretty little blonde girl cheating on her, her very Christian husband with Jason Stackhouse. Um, and in any case, uh, Steve is now a vampire. And Sarah is in charge of this camp alongside the governor. And Sarah and Steve, uh, ha- I don't know, they have this weird relationship. Like, they're not married anymore, but they still have this, like, caring, nurturing relationship for e- with between each other. Like, Sarah does her favors and likewise. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah seems to care a lot about power now, which is, you know, why she's hooking up with the governor and saying, you know, we would be a lot stronger if you put a ring on my finger offering to have his baby, you know, that sort of thing. So she's in charge of the vamp camp. And, you know, at Comic-Con, actually, Steve, the, the actor who played Steve Newland, said that, you know, he declares that he is still in love with Jason because he's a gay vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute. Oh, um, so speaking of a few inmates in the vamp camp, we have Eric and Pam and Eric's sister, Nora. Uh... Have you guys noticed Eric's costumes this season? <laughs> yes. I think the nerd one cute. was my favorite. Yeah, the nerd one. Mine too. Oh yeah, when he just like gets dressed up with the glasses oh. and then as the security guard and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he was he was it was pretty cute. He's using these these uh, costumes to get in with the the governor for one and two. Like he he dresses up as a security officer who, that that was just killed by his new uh, progeny, Willa. Willa is the daughter of the governor. And um, in this camp, you know, 
Eric and Pam and Nora, they're forced into these interactions that do not end very well. Uh, they've been forced to fight. They've been put in therapy. Nora has been poisoned. Uh, there's a there's a sex room. It's like really cool. <laughs> they're essentially just being studied. And um, you know, Eric and Eric and Pam more specifically are are really rebelling. They're trying to to not abide by the system. Um, anyway, so this poison that was uh, given to Nora because of Eric's defiance mm-hmm. is um, it, I don't know like. We don't actually see what the effect is, but it definitely makes her sick. Like there's these mm-hmm. these black veins, poisonous poison mm-hmm. seeping through her veins, yeah. and it turns out that they're introducing this poison into the True Blood uh, drinking supply. True Blood hasn't been around for a while because uh, some terrorist or whatever um, blew up all the factories. It was actually the Vampire Authority, like Bill. Um, and so this this could be really bad. Um, and in the beginning of the season, um, just to give an update on Eric, uh, he returns Suki's house to her. You guys remember that he actually owned her house? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really nice. sweet. Yep. Yeah. And then she kicked him out. <laughs> yep. And Bill. She's <laughs> like, I rescind your invitation because yeah. she she's trying to get rid of all the, the supernatural in her life. Yep. And um, then she gets Warlow. But anyway. Um, <laughs> right, of course. Um, you know, Eric, Eric, this this whole, you know, sadness that Eric has over Suki is pretty glossed over, I think, after mm-hmm. that. Um, Nora noticed that Eric was in love with her, but, you know, they don't even mention it again, really, after they get put in camp. Yeah, I mean, he's too busy trying to get out of there and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Eventually he'll see Suki again, you know, and then we'll see what... what what that is. Yeah, but. it's it's interesting. In this camp, um, the humans are are studying them and figuring out the relationships between progeny and and maker. And so interesting is that Tara is also in this jail. Yeah. And during Comic Con, uh, Rutina Wesley she talked about new, Tara's new role. Um, Tara seems to be more of like a protector and an advocate for the younger vampires, uh, kind of like a big sister. Um, in the season, like including Jessica, like she's she's taking care of Jessica because Jessica is such a mess, uh, an emotional mess because her dad is billeth and she, <laughs> like, yeah, Jessica's having a hard time. And um, then Jessica killed a bunch of fairies, killed the Andy's, Andy's and she's kids. like high the whole time because she drank three fairy girls dry, four, uh, three and three quarters, almost killed the fourth, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my and god. And she's like. Sarah, take care of me. I'm so high right now. It's really <laughs> cute. Um, but in any case, I, I think from Comic Con, um, Tara's the actress who plays Tara said that she Tara seems to delight in being a vampire because if you if you remember her mother, uh, she was just like very very religious and very against um, anything supernatural, mostly uh, vampires. So she's like, yeah, I love being a vampire, and she really loves the quote unquote strength power and the blood that comes with being a vampire so anyway um yeah it sucks they're all they're all confined and i you know bill has as you know bill is billeth and he has a sense of what's going on in the future and he you know this is from early on in the season they see all the vampires in a room and they're all going to meet their true death because they're in a circular room where the the roof opens and the sun comes in and they all die. Yeah. So, yeah. so we don't Very, know. It's a reminder of interview with a vampire well, for me. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> huh? In the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that scene. Yeah. Where they all just died. I don't know if it's going to happen because Bill is going all out to, to try to. Oh, yeah, that scene one. where he, you know, first of all, he drinks his own, or Warlow's blood, sorry, mm-hmm. and then um, goes out to the daylight and just, like, kills, or, or tells tells everybody, or, or tells, um, or compels everybody, or glamours, sorry, everybody to shoot each other, and then right. kills has, the, like, the governor. He has, like, insane powers. Yeah. He's essentially How godless. long is that going to last, though? Like, does know. he have all day? Does he have, you know, like... He only drank the Um, one vial, so I'm like, oh, man. We'll see, but that's, like, the purest of pure blood. I mean, he drank Sookie once and walked into daylight, daylight, and that was, you know, what is she, like a 16th fairy or something? I'm not sure. Um, But uh, in any case, yeah, he's godlike. He can walk in daylight with Ben's blood, um, and, and he's trying to synthesize this blood with this Japanese scientist that he's holding captive. Yeah. Um, but what's, what's also interesting is that since he has Lilith in him, he can avoid bullets. He can control anyone, human or vampire. Um, he can summon anyone. And if they don't come, they start, you know, throwing up blood. And he can say, as your maker, I command you to anyone because he has, he has this, you know, godly power in him. He doesn't seem to be interested in Suki anymore. Like there was a season early, er, an episode early on where he was just kind of like, you're dead to me, Suki. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Say that again, Stephanie. You're, You're dead, dead to me, Sookie. <laughs> um, and he can actually converse with Lilith. If he passes out, like if he drains himself to just the brink of death, he can he can go ahead and talk to her. Um, That's true. And in the last episode that we saw um, on sun- Sunday night, he uh, he beheaded the governor. That's crazy. Ooh, whoa. Well, yeah, you so have seen no idea this. Oh, spoiler for... Uh, spoiler oh, for Shannon. Oh, sorry, Shannon. <laughs> no worries. Oh. <laughs> I'm a-okay with that. So I have okay. a weird question about yeah. the camp, the vamp camp. I noticed that when they are in there and they're being they're being researched and studied, it seems like they're being graded as well. Because at the beginning, when you first come in as a vampire, you're a like a stage one vampire, and it looks like they had they go all, all the way up to like number four. So I'm wondering, what do they do with vampires with the number four on them that have gotten in like a plus grade for that long are they gonna turn them into a vampire uh army or something what do you guys think Mm. i don't could be and really thought about that maybe the humans are planning to control them and use them for their benefit and only take the strongest who knows Maybe. I don't forget when. Um, oh, go ahead, Lynn. Oh no, go 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 ahead. I was just gonna say, um, don't forget when when. Uh, oh, Eric was walking out, and he was in the True Blood factory. They're putting stuff in the true new True Blood bottles. Yep. Yeah, that was the poison. Yeah. I haven't poison, gotten that right? far yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, so oh, that was the latest episode. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. I think the the ultimate goal for all the vampires is they're gonna kill them all, you know. Mm-hmm. But before they do that, they were gonna do research on them and test them. And I I wonder if they're gonna use some of those things that they learn from them, and apply them to humans, maybe like create superhumans or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they've ever mentioned it, but um, I think during the therapy session with Pam, um, they were very intrigued by, um, you know, their process, um, you know, how, and then also how they don't uh, have any emotions and uh, feelings towards something. Um, yeah. 
so it's true. You're right. They they did make a big deal out of Pam's statement of how pain is for the weak, and it's like only humans experience pain, but mm-hmm. vampires know that you just get over it and keep moving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah that's a good point. So. Yeah, um, but who knows what's going to happen now? Well, the governor, the governor is um, with no head, and um, you yeah, know, who's in charge? Is it? Sh- it they, I it would be kind of weird if name? it was. Um, yeah, if it was Sarah Newland. Yeah, Sarah. It's weird. Oh God! Oh, speaking of Sarah, when she was when she went over to Jason's house for their little one night stand, which was super awkward. <laughs> How? <laughs> I, I don't remember this from past seasons, but I never recall somebody that doesn't live or isn't on, like, the, the household paperwork is able to kick a vampire yes. out of that house. Yeah, I caught that, too. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah. I did not like that when she was able to tell. Um, she rescinded Re- Jessica's invitation. Yeah. I don't live in her house. I got so confused about that. I was like, I wait you could do that yeah i yeah. don't think they can i don't think that's part of the rules and that was lazy weird, right? writing yeah it would yeah. be a great question to ask uh, if they have one of those hbo live um, yes q a's again somebody should ask that i agree yeah because yeah, that was it. like that was the first thing i thought of too i'm like wait a minute like, it's not her house yeah any human can i don't think so oh uh, heck no nah. Heck no. Uh, yeah, it should have been Jason, but of course he didn't want her to go out. And, and um, yeah, recently Jason is actually trying to work his way into the vamp camp by saying, oh, I hate vampires. I'm good at killing them, blah, blah, blah. Um, because he's actually trying to break in to save Jessica, which is really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when he does get in, because everybody kn- like is a fan of Jason except for Sarah, who knows the truth, Oh, oh, man. He is forced to watch her, uh, Jessica in the, what do they call it? The the copulation Forn- room? Oh, or, yeah. <laughs> is it copulation or the fornication room or the, I don't know. It was one or the other and then Jason didn't know <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was Aww. like a sad puppy and she and Sarah was just eating it up. Um, he was forced to watch her, you know, take off her clothes and, you know, thank goodness there was a, a respectable vampire with Jessica, who was like, no, I'm not a, I'm a vampire. I'm not a rapist, you know? And he was, he was actually pretty cute. Um, yeah, yeah, he was super cute. I I wonder if they're going to bring him back. Um, but anyway, they, they ended up not doing it. Um, and they, they separated the two. Um, but still it was kind of a blow to Jason's cover. Totally. Um, it just, Sarah is just extremely mad at Jason for dirtying her, dirtying her temple of a body that she has, her Christian body. Oh, God. Um, and during Comic Con, uh, Ryan Quantin he he teased about Jason a little bit, saying that you know Jason's main goal this season is trying to figure out who killed his parents, <laughs> even <laughs> though he has been failing pretty miserably. But, but doesn't he know now that he doesn't know? Oh, he doesn't know that Sookie the parents knows. are trying to kill Sookie. Okay. Yeah, I think only Sookie knows because uh, because she's having relations with Ben, who is also Warlow. Um, she knows that now, and she does know that. Well, and and uh, Lafayette knows too, mm-hmm. because he was possessed. Poor Lafayette always gets possessed by. I mean, that's kind of his lot in life right now. Is it to was get possessed. A, yeah, it was a pretty steamy scene that revealed that um, Suki knew who Warlow was. Yeah, I mean, essentially, the the way we the reveal went was that Jason got hurt. She needed somebody to save him. 
Ben felt obligated to give Jason his blood. And that's when we, we found out that, yes, Ben is a fairy and a vampire. What? And everyone's like, that's that's unthinkable. But it's true. And she, Suki was smart enough to, you know, bring him over for dinner. She put, like, silver in his food or something mm-hmm. yeah. on this fried chicken dinner. And uh, it, did, it didn't phase him at all. He was like, mmm, it's delicious. And then they started making out, and he was on top of her. She took off all her clothes. And, and then she put a little fireball over his head and said, you know, Warlow, get off me or die. Right. I mean, Which ultimately, is- she's still <laughs> attracted to him, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then, which resulted at the end of this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of dumb, though. If, if that was her real way to make a threat, like, I thought that was kind of dumb. I mean, yes, it was steamy, and everyone saw how much, you know, Anna Paquin has been working out. Oh, yes. And yes. everything. Like, she looks really good. Um, yeah, she's very cut. Yeah, after yeah. having twins? What yeah. the hell? Yeah, she's more cut than she's ever been in all six seasons, yeah. I think. Or Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I read some comments online, and it's not me who originated this idea, but they were like, well, if she's going to threaten Warlow, who's much much more powerful than her, why would she be on bottom? You know, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Very so, hilarious. So what's funny is that, um, okay, so remember how Ben slash Warlow saved Jason by feeding him blood? So you guys remember what happens when a human drinks a vampire's blood, right? Yeah. They... They like start to love them. Like, oh right! <laughs> oh yeah. You dream about the person who gave you the blood. So, so Jason had this amazing scene with Ben, who <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they true. were in the bathroom shaving each other, and it was so sensual. Is is really ridiculous. And apparently, they talked about this at at Comic Con because it was just so funny. And um, Ben, Ben, the actor who played Ben, said that during that scene, he was treated like a real lady. By by Ryan Quantin during the whole day. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, okay, this this jump to Suki. I mean, we've we've talked a a bit about her, but I think like the most surprising thing about Suki's uh, character this season so far is the the revelation of um, what exactly happened with her parents. Um, through through Ben, she she found out that her father and her mother. Um, knew there was a contract uh, for for Warlow to take Suki, and they thought that it would be best if they killed her. So when they went into, the, gosh, did they they go in a car crash? I'm getting confused with the the Vampire Diaries because oh. Elena's parents went in a car they, crash into the water. They, um, well, it was based okay. on um, uh, the the dad decided, um, you know, painfully to um, kill the daughter by um, driving um, to uh, driving to the lake or something. And then he um, took out Suki, the young Suki. And, um, and I think Warlow was intercepted them during that time. So that's why um, when they repeated it for Suki as an adult, the, the, the spirit dad, um, they kind of repeated the same thing where they left the yeah. house, drove um, to the lake and, um, you know, to drown uh, Suki. That's what I remember. I could be wrong, but I remember they were actively wanting right. to kill the baby or the younger Suki. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, even as an adult, it, dad still thinks that's best based on 
on how he channeled Lafayette to to attempt to kill Sicky. Um, we find out later that um, Ben, aka Warlow, was actually being held by Bill because Bill wants to synthesize his blood since he didn't have those little fairy girls anymore. And um, when they both felt Sookie's pain, uh, they or, or like the fact that she was in danger, Bill released Ben. I didn't actually remember this, um, but Ben was able to be released to save Sookie from her father. And and then, you know, we, we leave the, the last episode of Ben and Sookie going off to fairyland to be protected from anything on human earth including vampires. Mm. Yeah, because Bill was summoning him to go back mm -hmm. because he was only releasing him just to save Sookie. Right, and exactly. And if we we remember earlier, we said that uh, when Bill summons somebody, they best come because they will (laughs) puke some blood. Um, So, so yeah, they went off to fairy fairy happy land and had sex. Um, (laughs) Oh, they talked about, they talked about things too. (laughs) (laughs) But all I remember is, is him being tied up and Suki getting naked and showing off her hot bod and, uh, jumping on that horse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Um, we should, before we leave this Warlow story, uh, we should probably talk about Lilith a little bit, um, and how Ben is, Warlow. So Ben became a fairy slash vampire um, way back in the day. He used to be just a fairy. But Lilith attacked slash seduced slash raped Ben. And <laughs> yeah. then he, she made him a vampire and then his instincts made him kill his whole family, which I think he hates. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a toddler hiding in his his um, hood and he spared he spared this little toddler and that turns out to be Grandpa Nile, who is Suki and oh, yeah. Jason's grandfather or great grandfather. I, I was a bit disappointed wow. that he wasn't in the show for as long as, you know, he yeah. could have been. What is Me that? I was too Especially was how of, prominent he is in the books. Right. I kind of felt like it was like what, two episodes and he was done, you yeah. know? Yeah. But Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was gone after Warlow and uh, Grandpa had had a, a little fight. Um, I don't think he killed Niall, no, but he sent him to a portal, right? Yep, like, yep exactly. A fairy portal. I don't exactly know where that is. But, so he uh, could Niall's, come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so. might, yeah. Regain his thre- strength and then maybe yeah. fight somebody. <laughs> right. So I guess um, I don't know about this contract, but I think that this contract to to get the first um, Fay daughter daughter in the bloodline um, was made because Niall was spared, and that was that was the like I do this for you, just you do this for me. Um, and we'll see. Like Ben says that he loves Suki enough to rip up that contract, but yeah, right. <laughs> I think yeah, right. Mm. Hmm. Any other thoughts around the Warlow or the Vamp Camp? Um, you know, just hope they all make it out. I'm not yeah. sure about Warlow. <laughs> I do. I, uh, I I like 
Sookie and Warlow together, but yeah. I'm not sure. It's like I don't know if Warlow's supposed to be bad or good because he was bad. He was talked about as a bad, you know, person or bad uh, creature, yeah. but now, now he's you know hooking up with Sookie. So and then trying to protect Sookie. Mm-hmm. So is he good? Um, and then and then they did mention um, he has to be the one to kill Lilith because he's Lilith's progeny. So then mm-hmm. is that going to happen? Are we going to kind of head in that direction where he maybe kills um, Lilith slash Bill, Bill? You know? Wow. Uh, so I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that part. Oh, That's a good it note. was. Yeah, it was someone talked about it um, or it was in one of the episodes that um, only the progeny can kill. Who mentioned it? Was it Niall maybe or hey, no, I I'm totally you. forgetting. And another thing, too, is that if, if Ben and slash Warlow and Suki are going to be together and happy, um, the only way, way for them to be happy forever is if Suki is a vampire, which would be right. weird. And she doesn't want to be because I think. Right oh, no, no. She climbed on top of him. She's like, um, yeah, she doesn't want that. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's OK to talk about I, I read the last Suki Stackhouse book. Oh, you did? Oh, I did. there one more. Uh, yeah. No, There's... no, no! They finished it. I read the yeah. last, last one. one. Is the last one? Oh, I thought that yeah, was the last one. Yeah, I mean, uh, in October or November, they're coming out with a, another like a men- like. And if you cared about these storylines, then you'll like these other ends to the story. Like mm-hmm. they're coming out with another book this um this fall, but it's not really a part of the series. Oh, it's more yeah. like a here's some loose ends tied up for you for sure. other characters all right so go ahead you can spoil me did you get yeah. did you read it lynn uh, no i haven't i'm about to but i don't mind yeah i don't no, mind either oh, no, no, no i mean i know who she ends up with and i don't feel like i should give that away oh, if, okay um if you're watching this show because they might they may or may not bring it back to to the original story okay she oh. does end, she does end up with somebody that we know. Uh, um, I read this. Uh, I read the book before it, and she was single. So <laughs> yeah. she does. She does end up with somebody, but I can say that she's. Uh, I'm gonna say it. She's not a vampire. I mean, come she's on. She's not. She's not. She's not a vampire. Okay, that, now that was it. one thing that um, Charlene Harris said all the time that she was not gonna make Suki a vampire. Right. So thank you for you know. Yeah, so she stayed true in the books, but in the show, now they're proposing the possibility of Suki becoming a vampire if she wants to be with Warlow. I'm against that. I think you have yeah, to go with the books. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I mean, against that. I don't know. I think True Blood has really gone off the rails. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, so, I agree. I mean, are you guys as invested in the show as we used to be? I'm, I'm kind of not. It's like I'm no, watching no. And, and I'm like, okay. But I've separated the two. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's like me too. Ever since last season, uh, maybe, even, yeah, season five, season six, um, it's not the same enthusiasm or, you know, excitement as season one, two, three. And then uh, four was kind of like, okay. And then five definitely was, kind. I mean, I think a lot of the um, fan base out there, they have kind of complained about the, um, um, I guess the popularity, you know, going mm-hmm. south mm-hmm. a little. I mean, I think the fan base is still there, but um, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not number one priority for me anymore on Sundays. Yeah, um, it's not. It's not for me anymore either. And I think, 
I don't know. Maybe it's just losing steam. And you know what, Lynn? Alexander Skarsgård was not even on the panel this year. <gasps> Nor was oh, Bill. I'm so dun, glad dun, I didn't dun. go. I was a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I would. Lynn, I won't have my yearly run in. I know. I won't have my yearly was... run in with Alexander Skarsgård on the I street. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, you're he... the one who found the rumor that he wasn't. This was his last season. Yeah, I know, but is it? I I mean, maybe is it? I don't know. Did they say anything about Somebody's that? Somebody's gonna die. Oh, oh, so it is kind of, oh, because I heard that rumor, but I wasn't sure if um, they were going to go through with it. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. I mean, there's we're on episode six. I think the number of episodes got reduced this season to, is it 10 or 12? Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, they have a new showrunner um, who's apparently trying to bring the show back to its roots, whatever that means. Yeah, and, and he got, got reduced. he replaced the person that replaced Alan Ball mid-season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. And then they reduced the the order of number of episodes too. Well, so they did get signed for next season, uh, season True. seven. True. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what direction they're gonna go in, but I mean, it's just sound. It's just you know, I watch it later. I watch Dexter first. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they have a lot of ground to cover. I hope that they still stick around. I mean, I'm hoping that if they don't introduce Quinn, like uh-huh. at some point, I'll be kind of sad. You know, he, well, uh, in, uh, I'm those... still pissed that Jason is not a wear panther. Okay, me too. Like, yes. Yeah, why did you even ridiculous. go that route with introducing those characters if nothing happened with that? Nothing, nothing of importance because whether or not those wear panthers are in the storyline anymore, Jason was with those people and like nothing happened as a result. Like he is still Jason Stackhouse, a human. That Same. does not, that just, no, sorry. It's so bizarre. Like, yeah, don't even introduce those people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I can think is that they they had planned to have him become where, but then for some reason, like, logistics, like, I think we, we, we speculated did talk about this it, before. Yeah. yeah, like, maybe they decided, like, holy crap, wrangling these cats is not going <laughs> to work on the set. Maybe if we just don't mention it again, everyone will forget. Yeah. But we don't forget. We don't <laughs> forget. No, we don't. That just yeah, made me. Oh, yeah, okay. I've just, I, I mean, obviously because I'm behind, I haven't been in, inspired to to as inspired as I was. But yeah, because I agree with all of y'all that, that I just don't. Um, I mean, I th- I don't know. Yeah, I is just our recap you, is does this recap rekindle anything? Are you interested in anyone? <laughs> it it makes point? me curious. It makes me curious, but but I still don't have that. You know, originally I had that feeling like, oh god, I gotta watch the next one because I gotta find out what happens, and that's just you know that hasn't happened for a, a while. Even with the previous, the previous seasons, I was kind of. Um, going along in parts of it they were just mixed bags there would be there were some elements i really liked but then some others that that were not working for me so yeah i don't know i'll, I'll probably i'll catch up eventually probably but i just don't i just don't I feel wonder, inspired when did I want, oh oh sorry when, oh, no, when, I, go ahead go ahead <laughs> go ahead josh All right. when did <laughs> when did alan ball actually stop directly running the show. Is season. it something where we can directly this correlate it? This oh, only it. this season. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like his magic touch was... Uh-uh. Well, yeah. last season, I mean, we were all pretty, you know, disappointed by... Yeah, it was the yeah. direction. Yeah. weird. And um, he, he was not... The, I think, he, wasn't he... 
indirectly involved? Like maybe he was consulting or was he also the showrunner? I think he was still the showrunner, but clearly his interest was waning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he yeah. had other projects that he really I mean, wanted to work on. Bill's directing most of the episodes, isn't oh, he? Is yeah. he? Did he direct yeah. this last Even episode? More. I don't know, but I read a whole bunch of interviews where, you know, the the actor who plays Ben was all weirded out because (laughs) Stephen Moyer was directing his wife and and Stephen had to, you know, have sex scenes with Anna Paquin and he was weirded (laughs) out by it. (laughs) I just figured figured that Bill was in charge both on the show and off the show. I know he directed the first episode, but I don't know about this last one. So, uh, or or one of the yeah, the that'd be awkward. Yeah, if that would be <laughs> weird because they were. Oh yeah, that was that would have been awkward. Yeah. Um, well, maybe uh, you know, Josh, maybe I can rekindle your uh, your interest with uh, a, a few of the other side stories that are going on. Um, so going back to El Cid, uh, as we said earlier. I mean, nobody likes Elsie anymore, right? I mean, he's kind of being a d bag <laughs> on the show. He's kind of a d bag right now, yeah. I know. He I became was totally the leader. Yeah, he yeah, became his dad. He's growling at everybody. <laughs> he's, mm. he's he's does he's trying to have ownership and power when he shouldn't, you know, that sort of thing. That doesn't uh, help me want to watch. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's my one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I don't want to see well, him being a jerk. He says a quote during Comic Con, Josh. Um, mm. He said, well, many, uh, what was the article I was reading? One of the articles I was reading said that many fans haven't been the happiest with Alcide this season, which uh, Manganiello has noticed, but he thinks that Alcide being the Packmaster is not the easiest job in the world. Um, he says, being Packmaster is a pretty thankless job, except for threesomes. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Alcide's yeah, a bad manager. Things. <laughs> Alcide's a really bad manager, yeah. basically. <laughs> bad manager. True. Um, like so far, he's been fighting with Sam this season over rights to Emma since Luna is dead. Uh, Emma is the the baby little the little baby little baby puppy wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that Luna is dead, um, and Sam, um, in turn, is grieving this season over Luna. Um, and feels responsible for her daughter because right before Luna died, she was like, you know, take care of my daughter. Um, and then he immediately hooks up with an activist uh, who wants shifters to out themselves for civil rights. <laughs> She's human. She's uh, an actress that used to be on Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this this girl, I forgot her name, but she is freaked out. She's human. She's observing everything. I'm not sure where they're going to go with her character. But um, Alcide has exiled Sam and this girl. He spared his life, but says, you know, don't come to Bontemps. Don't come to... Oh, Shreveport. Shreveport. Well, he said Bontemps, too, which means he can't go back to his business. What? Oh. Yeah. He said it. As no way. It. Oh, that's horrible. Poor Sam. Okay. Yep. Um... Oh. But, you know, right before that, Sam made a decision to return Emma to her grandmother. And the grandmother has decided to leave the pack to take care of her granddaughter, which is nice. Um, I thought that was really genuine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, it was really sweet. So Yeah. I hope it lasts because I believed it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Um, what else can we jump to? A Lafayette. This season, um, he's just everyone's good friend. This season, he babysits Emma. 
He gets beaten up for it. He takes <laughs> Terry's uh, safe deposit key when Terry's having some drama. And he also channels Sookie's dad when she asks, which turns out to be a bad deal. Yeah, um, totally. While I was watching the show... Uh, one of my friends commented, you know, like, has anything good ever happened from Lafayette channeling these spirits? And they're like, no. nope. Every single time something gets <laughs> messed up. Um, and then there's Andy Belfour. He has oh, four fast growing fairy children. Three oh, were Andy. killed by Jessica in Bill's house uh, in captivity. And he gives the last one a name because he is calling them number one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I forget the whole name, but it's long. If you guys watch it's like episode, four it's, names or something. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Ad- her name starts with an A. Adeline is it? Adeline, Adeline Braylon, yeah. and then the BCB. So it's Charlene. Yeah. I don't know what D is. I don't know. It almost doesn't matter. All that matters is that C equals Charlene, which yeah, I know. The writer. I thought that was pretty cute. Um, and then lastly. This is a total spoiler. I'm sorry for for those who haven't watched the episode. I didn't, though. I saw, I saw, I personally saw this coming. It's about Terry and Arlene. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry has not been able to get over the war or killing. Um, the the character was played by Scott Foley. Yeah. So he hired a hitman by you know just calling up saying like, "Hey, Facebook buddy, come over. Can you shoot <laughs> me, please?" Um, and. Arlene kind of picks up on the signs that Terry's checking out, and she gets a vampire to make him forget, but then... It's too late. You know, yeah, the yeah. hitman still has his orders, and he succeeds. He shoots um, he shoots Terry in the back of Merlot's after Terry is having, having a great day. And it was just it was a pretty sad... It was a pretty sad um, exit. The whole Terry. time I was thinking, can't they get some vampire blood to keep him alive? And... Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe if Lafayette were still a dealer, he was watching the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Forget <laughs> um, really a witch from Mystic Falls to revive <laughs> <it, so. laughs> Or a witch from the Charlene Harris books. There are witches. Yeah. Are they? Um, oh, where's... um? They had witches in this show before. Where's Jesus? Holly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus is dead. Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holly. Oh, Holly. Uh, well, from the book, Holly, you know, they're all witch. Uh, what is, was it called? They're um, all coven. Wiccans. Yeah, Wiccans, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but cool. he dies. Um, and I was reading this interview that um, the actor, I think his name was, Lo, his last name is Lo. And he um, he says that during the scene where he's laying there on the dirt and Arlene's crying over him, um, he actually had a, had a really, like, a torn rotator cuff, like, in real life. Oh, oh no. So. So all that pain that he was having was like on his face was really real. Oh, and, uh, yeah. nice but job. Yeah, but it made sense for him to leave at this point. Like mid-season, it's kind of a surprise. His storyline was pretty much done. Yeah, I felt like his storyline was done too. I mean, what it else was done. He, he was do? a nice guy. He went out on a high point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's all I got. Um, rest in peace, Terry. Aww. That was great. Poor Terry. Yeah. yeah. Stay so it. We get a new episode next Sunday. Not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, I think Bill's going to bust in. The vampires are trying to get out. Um, lots of that kind of stuff. I can't believe we've already had like seven episodes. Right? Or six. I know. That's nuts. It's insane. And this is the first time we're talking about it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. This is like a, a six episode recap. I'm sorry it's so long. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. I think um, it's good to finally catch up and, you know 
talk about all this. I'm glad that we're all kind of watching. Yeah. Next time, maybe we'll talk Teen Wolf, huh? Yeah, yeah we Wolf should. Kind of watch. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, and then pretty soon, The Walking Dead's going to come back on in October. I keep seeing all the promos. The trailer, by the way, that was um, released at Comic-Con is available online, and it's awesome. It's four Ooh. and a half minutes. Wait, it looks for Teen so, Wolf? No, no, sorry, oh. for The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Oh, i got to find it. It's so good. It's so, like, dramatic and, like... It, it makes you really feel like you have no idea what's going to happen next. I mean, essentially, the trailer is all about, you know, why, how did this walker get into the prison? How did this happen? And then it's like, I think, you know, people are talking like, we need to get out of here. Like, yeah. either, either I, I'm thinking like, dude, is the governor doing this, you know, or who's, who's, you know, messing up the prison and getting some walkers in the, you know, in, in the prison when they, seem to safely have it and then it's like the walkers are getting stronger and they're just like trying to push through the 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 barbed wire fence you know and they have to go to the fence and just like actively kill zombies as part of their daily routine because they're just trying to break in Mm -hmm. so it's kind of intense it's like oh are the zombies changing you know Mm -hmm. so um i don't know that looked really, really, really good. Um, so, I don't know. I think we have a lot um, ahead, and I don't know. Hopefully, we could all kind of get together more often and, and chat. But, um, yeah, I think um, a lot of interesting things happening to our favorite shows. Right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah, and thanks to the, the listeners and our, our community for being so patient with us. You know, we haven't <laughs> been around uh, recording for a while. Life, life happens, but we are still very passionate about all of our TV shows. We're all watching um, it. It's just yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I don't even know if we have any emails <laughs> or or anything. Not um, lately, but please feel free to send us emails and responses. I know we got a couple Twitter responses. Like, where are you guys? And yeah, thank you for <laughs> thanks for caring thanks, still. Yeah, thanks for checking in. All right, guys, time to sign off. Um, Extra long episode for those of you who haven't heard us in a long time. But thank you for being patient, and we'll be back. Bye. 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 Bye.